Hi, it's Jeff Farley at the Otisville Mount Hope Presbyterian Church and our weekly podcast, Today's Word, from our weekly sermon. If after listening you have questions or would like to know more, please contact us at our email address, otisvillepress at hvc.rr.com, or check out our website at www.otisvillepress.org. For November 21st, we're looking at Psalm 51, and the topic is Confess. Psalm 51 says, You are kind, God. Please have pity on me. You are always merciful. Please wipe away my sins. Wash me clean from all of my sin and guilt. I know about my sins, and I cannot forget my terrible guilt. You are really the one I have sinned against. I have disobeyed you and have done wrong. So it is right and fair for you to correct and punish me. I've sinned and done wrong since the day I was born. But you want complete honesty, so teach me true wisdom. Wash me with hyssop until I am clean and whiter than snow. Let me be happy and joyful. You crushed my bones. Now let them celebrate. Turn your eyes for my sin and cover my guilt. Create pure thoughts in me and make me faithful again. Don't chase me away from you or take your spirit away from me. Make me as happy as you did when you saved me. Make me want to obey. I will teach sinners your law, and they will return to you. Keep me from any deadly sin. Only you can save me. Then I will shout and sing about your power to save. Help me to speak, and I will praise you, Lord. Offerings and sacrifices are not what you want. The way to please you is to feel sorrow deep in our hearts. This is the kind of sacrifice you won't refuse. Please be willing, Lord, to help the city of Zion and to rebuild its walls. Then you will be pleased with the proper sacrifices, and we will offer bulls on your altar once again. So, I have a confession to make. Yes, it was me that sent out that email on Thursday encouraging everyone to drop off your Thanksgiving baskets by 4 p.m. without noting that a whole mess of you already had and that the email was a mass reminder, not a specific reminder to any particular individuals. My bad. I will take the lumps necessary. I will repent, that is, change my ways, and I will repair, that is, fix my error. Whew, I'm so glad I got that off my chest. While all this was a bit of a funny example of confession, you all get the point. Confession is the second step in a process of drawing closer to God by admitting that we, like Adam and Eve, are sinners, and then moving on to a process to deal with that sin. It's confession. Not necessarily because we are bad, awful people, but because sometimes we see the good-looking fruit and decide to take a bite, all while, while willfully ignoring the consequences. Sometimes we become aware of the need for confession and change on our own. More often, it has to be pointed out to us. Either way, we have to see the sin for what it is, a process all on its own, then have to take ownership of our responsibilities in relationship to that sin, just as the psalmist does here in Psalm 51. What does the psalmist write? Please wipe away, wipe away my sins. Wash me clean from all of my sin and guilt. Why? Well, for context, understand that both Christians and Jews have understood this psalm to be a song of confession and repentance written by King David of Jerusalem. 
He had sinned by taking Bathsheba to be his wife, even though she was already married, and compounded his sin by making sure her current husband ended up with military duties that got him killed. It was power that an absolute ruler, king like David, could exercise, but not without consequences if David wished to remain in relationship with God. And soon God sent a prophet named Nathan to confront David. The whole story is found in 2 Samuel chapters 11 and 12. God sent Nathan the prophet to tell David this story. A rich man and a poor man lived in the same town. The rich man owned a lot of sheep and cattle, but the poor man had only one little lamb that he had bought and raised. The lamb became a pet for him and his children, and he even let it eat from his plate and drink from his cup and sleep on his lap. The lamb was like one of his own children. One day, someone came to visit the rich man, but the rich man didn't want to kill any of his own sheep or cattle and serve it to the visitor. So he stole the poor man's little lamb and served it instead. David was furious with the rich man and said to Nathan, I swear by the living Lord that the man who did this deserves to die. And because he didn't have any pity on the poor man, he will have to pay four times what the lamb was worth. Then Nathan told David, you are that rich man. David said, I have disobeyed the Lord. Yes, you have, Nathan answered. You showed you didn't care what the Lord wanted. In order to be able to confess, we first have to see the sin. We have to understand the difference between right and wrong and why it matters. We have to be willing to look at our complicity in challenging God's authority, provision, and love. And then we need to act. And so we are all clear to confess is to acknowledge our guilt. No explaining it away. No making our sin reasonable and acceptable. No pointing out other people's sins as somehow a reason we should be left off the hook. Confession is to make clear that we are sinners. To say as David did, I have disobeyed the Lord. And then to change, repent and repair the damage we have done to our relationship with God, with others, and to ourselves. And so it continues. You are kind, God. Please have pity on me. You are always merciful. Please wipe away my sins. Wash me clean from all of my sin and guilt. Amen. That brings us to the end of this week's uh, podcast. We're so thankful for you joining us. We hope that you'll come and join us again soon.